Are you conforming to the norms or living beyond the norms? This is 60 Seconds with Dr. OJ. As a society, we have come to accept abnormal norms of dysfunction as an acceptable standard of living. We have become a global community with a high tolerance for violence, divorce, abuse, poverty, and continuous downward spiral of our youth. The media and the government does little to impact the change we need to restore our families, communities, and global society. Back to the positive end of the norm spectrum. To restore values and standards for positive global success. It's on us as individuals to bring our unique talents to the global stage and create a sustainable, real-time, adaptable solutions. It's time for a new generation of thinkers to rise up and help the next generation develop a new way of thinking, new mindset towards living beyond these negative norms. It's time to awaken our awareness and look within us for the solutions to all our issues and create a new world order of love, peace, abundance, and positive collaboration position us for success and influence, to live extraordinarily beyond the norms that so heavily subdue us. It's time to live beyond the norms and break the cycle from the bottom up. It's time for a new generation of thinkers to rise up and help the next generation. Are you conforming to the norms or living beyond the norms? This was 60 Seconds with Dr. OJ. Welcome back to Dr. OJ Speaks, guys. Welcome back to 60 Seconds with Dr. O. Super, super happy and excited to be back in this space today. It's still the month of October, and we are still focusing on advocacy, education, empowerment, elevation to help our youth and our families to live beyond domestic violence. Across all of my platforms, this is the primary focus. This month, we're going heavy, heavy on the advocacy, we're going heavy on the awareness, we're going heavy on the education. So my topic today is one that is extremely, extremely sensitive. And I am going to try to address this topic with the respect and the honor that it deserves. So here we go. I am a mother of three amazing children. I have a teenager right now, and I am still trying to navigate my way through trying to be a mom, trying to be a counselor, trying to guide, trying to be his cheerleader, trying to motivate and encourage him to be his best self. As any parent knows, these are the formative years of a human being. Once you enter into puberty, the chemicals start flowing, the psychology, the mentality, your individuality starts to shine forth more and more. And this is the time when individuals try to gain their identity. So it has become imperative for me as a mom to really hone in on my son who is already in that zone. And we're having hard conversations. We're having 
difficult conversations. We're having invasive conversations because I believe that this is my job and my number one ministry. I am directly at a hundred, at 110, at 200% responsible for how this human, this superhuman turns out. So I pay close attention. I ask a lot of questions. I am extremely nosy mother. I am a nosy, nosy mom. Yes, I am not even ashamed to say that, y'all. I am an extremely nosy mother. I read their expressions. I am always watching for their expressions, how they're looking, whether they're smiling, if something is changing, their countenance, and there's a vibe that I'm getting from them. I am constantly trying to align my frequency with their frequency so that I can understand once the vibration changes and the frequency begins to go up and down, I can easily swoop in and figure out what is going on. Now, that is what I'm doing as a mom because I have three lovely superhumans that God has given me the privilege to be fully responsible for on this earth. Outside of my job, my duties as a CEO and other things, that is the number one position that I hold so near and dear to my heart. And it really hurts me to see the results that is happening in the world today. Because a lot of our young children, our teenagers, are not getting that type of attention. They're not getting that type of support from the home front. So a lot of them are being raised by YouTube. They're being raised by the media. They're being raised by social media. They are being raised by their friends in school. Peer influence is the biggest, biggest, biggest thing today with the behavioral patterns that we see with our young children, with our young girls and our young boys. Of course, we're not going to sweep aside the adult modeling of behavior that they have already seen, either within the home or on TV, on social media, wherever they encounter, you know, nature versus nurture. We are not going to discount that influence. So today I'm here to talk about the fact that we need help. We are losing our kids to abuse. This is a silent killer. It's a silent teen killer. Like young children ages nine through 14 record the highest numbers. Hold up now. Like I said, this is a very sensitive topic. They record the highest numbers in suicide rate in the United States. And I honestly believe that those numbers are higher because I know that we're just going by the reported cases. I'm sure there's so many cases that go unreported every single day. Our children are the future. And if our children are losing their lives senselessly by taking their own lives, what have we done as parents? What have we done as a society to, 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 to them getting to this point? What are the things that we are contributing? Because this situation is not isolated. What are parents doing within the home to paying close attention to the change in behavior of their young children? 
How are you monitoring the things that your children are consuming? How are you being a parent to these children, ensuring that you're taking full responsibility for the choices they make within the home and the choices they make outside of the home? Because guess what? That's our job, y'all. As mothers and fathers, we give birth to these children. First of all, they didn't ask to be born. They didn't ask to come here. So it's our primary role and responsibility to look out for them, to care for them, to save them from themselves, even when they don't even realize they need saving. It's our job. So today I am here talking about teen dating violence and how much of a rampage it's causing in our society. Some of the things that we can do to help our teenagers become more aware is really open their eyes. We don't need to sugarcoat anything. We need to let them know, first of all, to identify the signs of violence because a lot of kids don't know. They have been demystified and they have been understimulated to seeing certain behavioral patterns as abuse, name calling, bullying, overly possessive friends and partners and things like that getting into those relationships that are requiring of them to do certain things that are really out of character and not within the age appropriateness a lot of them feel like if they don't do these things if they're not able to fit in they're not gonna have friends so that goes back to the point that i made earlier my ability to elevate and encourage and speak life into my children and let them know who they are from the home so by the time they get out there into the world it's going to be difficult yes it's still a possibility though because they're kids remember these teenagers their brain function is not quite stabilized just yet so just because you tell them something within the home and you feel like you have reinforced it so heavily it does not mean that they cannot get out there and be easily infiltrated by another mindset another thought process another school of thought so this is a round-the-clock job. This is a job that we need to take so seriously as a society. We can't take it lightly anymore because depression and suicide is robbing us of amazing talent in the marketplace and in the world because these children are killing themselves off so fast, faster than we are able to save them as a society. And some of the root causes or one of the main root causes is situations from abusive relationships. Depression that stems from teen dating violence, that stems from emotional abuse, that stems from verbal abuse, that stems from cyberbullying, that stems from physical abuse. All of these children have this very narrow-mindedness that they don't really see a way out of a simple show of shame on the school hallway other than the fact that I just want to kill myself. How pathetic and sad is that? How heartbreaking is that? Just because something happens in school and you just feel like you can't face whatever it is or maybe face the, 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 the school, your friends in school anymore. And the next thing is it's become so common for them to think of, let's just end it now. Let's just be done with it. Let's just move on. So we have a lot of work to do, society. We have a lot of work to do, people. Mothers and fathers, brothers and sisters, uncles and aunts. We have a lot of work to do to collectively help 
raise the awareness of our children. We have the responsibility to help them identify signs of negative relationships as opposed to positive relationships. We have the responsibility to know who the people are that our children are hanging out, spending time, speaking to, being influenced by. We It is our responsibility. You're not invading their privacy. I'm sorry to say as a teenager, you don't have privacy. You're living under the roof of your parents and you're living under the roof of a guardian. Please, privacy is not something that we need to really extend to these young folks. And it's not because we're trying to be mean to them. And don't hear me in the wrong negative light that I'm saying this. All I'm saying is we need to really be present in their lives to the extent that we know everything that is going on. And that allows us to have enough information to ensure that we have the proper parenting guidance plan for them. Because a lot of parents who have, who, who are, who are victims of a suicide, a teen suicide from depression. They usually say things like, well, we never really knew what he or she was going through. He was such a sweet kid. He was so kind. We all loved him. Oh my God, we loved her so much. Why did she have to take her life? Yes, you loved her. Yes, you cared for him. But guess what? You were blinded to a lot of the things that were going on in the mind of this child. And how do you get into the mind of a teenager? Except by just, just invading their space. Yes, really. I'm African by culture. So maybe based on my roots, I really don't subscribe to this American system that says that our kids have privacy. They go into their rooms, they lock the doors, and I can go, what? No, sir. No, ma'am. I am your mother. I am going to go into your space. I am going to go into every space that you occupy so I can be aware and I can know how to better parent and love and care and protect you. That is all I can do. So parents, let's change our mindset. Let's change the approaches that we're taking so that we can save more of these children, so that we can save more of our future generation, <clears throat> so that we can save more gems that are being lost to depression and suicide as a result of teen dating, violence, and abuse. Just in case you were not aware, teen dating violence is inclusive of several things. It's not about just being with an intimate partner. It's about, it's between friends. It's between schoolmates. It's between just children randomly picking at each other. It expresses itself in the form of cyberbullying, name calling. It expresses itself in the form of hazing. It expresses itself in the form of just someone who continues to call another person out of their names, wanting to control what they do, how they do it, who they talk to. It expresses itself in the form of isolation, emotional abuse. 
And some of the kids who are perpetuating this behavior have come from situations where they have seen the same behavior modeled for them. So they learned from the best. So they're able to go into the schools, into middle schools, some even as little as elementary schools, and they perpetuate this behavior. So as a parent, please, I beg of you, let us just become aware. I hope this podcast sheds some light. I hope you can hear my heart on this matter. There's a lot of help out there. There's a lot of counseling available to any young teenagers going through any type of mental health situation. Anything that's happening in the school system, such as bullying, there is help for it. More is being done to take action against all of these negative behaviors. So teenagers, you are not alone. We hear you. We hear your cry for help. I hear your cry for help. I hear you. And that is why I am doing this podcast, because I am going to use my voice to bring hope, to shed light, to empower, to elevate, to raise the awareness of everybody so we can become at high alert to watch out for changes in behavior. Once the grades start slipping, once the child stops eating, stops interacting as they used to, once they start isolating themselves, once they start keeping more to themselves than normal, those are signs. Those are signs that you need to catch real fast because before it takes those kids down the rabbit hole of depression and the voices in their heads become louder than the voice of reason. Before the voices in their heads become louder than the voice of reason. It is very important for us. And we can do it, guys. We can definitely help reduce and eventually stop the high rate of teen dating violence leading to depression and suicide. Each one, teach one. Each one, teach one. Parents, be responsible, fully, fully, fully responsible for your children at all times. Whether or not they are within the school system, you are still responsible for those children. The public school is not responsible for raising your children. I had to throw that in there, being a teacher myself. Teen Dating Violence Month is February of every year, but I believe that it's a worthy topic to bring into October as well, which is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. If you want to learn more about this topic that I'm talking about, check out the honeydropsfoundation.org or go to their Instagram or Facebook page, Honey Drops Foundation. To show your support, you can donate to them. They are a 501c3 public charity, and they function only with a full donation and support of the public. So I'm calling out to anyone listening today to show some support to this organization that is doing a lot to raise awareness through education, to elevate and empower and help our youth live beyond domestic violence, inclusive of their families as well. Thank you so much for listening. This has been 60 Seconds with Dr. OJ. Until next time, make sure you follow me on all of my social media platforms. I am on every single platform out there. But most importantly, don't forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel, Dr. OJ Speaks, for amazing content coming to you every single week. Thank you so much once again. And I look forward to seeing you guys next time. Leave a comment on this website. Leave us a review. If you like what you're hearing or what you've heard from our podcast, please do leave us a review on Apple and Google Podcasts. It will go a long way in helping us take our message further faster. Bye, guys.